in Hollywood, everyone who is anyone knows the original Brown Derby is not just another restaurant. It's the place for fine food, good times, glamorous company. When first established near the famous intersection of Hollywood and Vine, the Brown Derby quickly gained a loyal following from the movie and entertainment industries. The stars made the Derby their second home. To have a reserved booth at the Derby, where the waiters would bring a telephone right to your table, was a sure sign of Hollywood prestige. Many celebrities found themselves honored on the Derby's Wall of Fame, a collection of caricatures that began in 1929. The original artist, known for years only by his signature, Vitch, and other artists who followed, covered the walls with sketches of Charlie Chaplin, Betty Davis, John Wayne, and hundreds more. Soon the original Brown Derby was known around the world. It was there that Clark Gable proposed to Carol Lombard in booth number five, and Lucille Ball and Jack Haley fought a duel with flying dinner rolls. <laughs> the fine food at the Brown Derby gained its own fame. The Cobb salad was invented when owner Robert Cobb raided the refrigerator, seeking a midnight snack for theater magnet Sid Grauman, known from Grauman's Chinese Theater. The Hollywood Brown Derby at Disney's Hollywood Studios is pleased to welcome you as the star of today's meal in traditional Hollywood style. No, I didn't write that. I read it off the back of the menu. Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Williams. Today, I'm here at Disney's Hollywood Studios with Rhino and Erica, and we are about to eat at the one and only original Hollywood Brown Derby. Not the original. The original in this park. Not that they've made a second one. I'm going to stop confusing you on that. We're eating at Brown Derby. Yes, we are not classy enough to eat here, but you know what? They couldn't stop us from booking a reservation for it, so we got one. And we're going to have a fantastic meal. I know it. I absolutely know it. Before we get to that meal, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of one of the incredible Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today to plan your next Disney vacation. Get a free no-obligation quote. And come here to Disney's Hollywood Studios for the Brown Derby or one of the other great establishments here. Now... I need a Cobb salad. I need, I need all the food here. So let's not waste any more time. Let's go eat. We are starting off with some cocktails here at the Brown Derby, and I ordered the Peach Tree Punch, which is under this section called Cocktail of Stars. This has Grey Goose vodka, peach schnapps, orange juice, and grenadine and Sprite. It is sixteen dollars. Um, our server, she told me that this is like the kind of the perfect day drink situation, and it really does look like you'd some, something you'd get by the pool. Um, so I do love that it looks like this. It's perfect. I think this is beautiful for the summer, too. Um, let me go ahead and just... It's definitely on the sweeter side, and I love sweet drinks. Uh, the peach really comes through. But I'm a sucker. I don't know. I hate orange juice by itself, but I'm a sucker for any drink that has orange juice in it. So I really like this, and I think, you know, it's a hot day today, and this is a perfect way to cool off right now. One of my many superpowers is I will always find a way to order a drink that I feel uncomfortable drinking, and I sure enough did that with this one. Uh, there's two signature cocktails here at the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. Rhino's going to talk about one of them. I'm going to talk about the Derby Cocktail. It's $15.75. It's Gentleman Jack whiskey, honey, and pink grapefruit juice. And what makes me uncomfortable is the souvenir glow cube that it's served with. I cannot see any reason why this drink needs a glow cube, but apparently it's very popular. 
let's see how it tastes. Grapefruit is like a signature flavor here at the Hollywood Brown Derby. And sure enough, this drink is grapefruit heavy. And I'm not complaining. The honey just adds a little bit of sweetness to offset the tartness of the grapefruit in the whiskey. It's just keeping me warm inside. This is a cocktail that is way too bright, but I'm happy that I ordered it. As Craig said, I went with the other signature cocktail, which is the Grapefruit Cake Martini for $16. That is deep eddy grapefruit vodka, stoli vanilla vodka, cream, and a graham cracker rim. Now, I do enjoy this. Every now and then I'll have this with my friend Diane out in the lounge out here, but I haven't had it properly made in forever, and I can't even remember the last time we actually got them outside. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her a little sip, a little creamy, very creamy today. It's really good. It definitely has that um, cake flavor to it, and it has that sort of, um, how would you call that that thing that happens when you have a grapefruit? Bitterness? Yeah. Like a, that, when I was a kid, if I'd bite into it, my face kind of did the, ugh. Like, sour. Yeah. To an extent. And it has that, it really has that flavor to it, but it definitely really has that cake flavor to it, too, which is nice. Really, honestly, it's a shame that in the lounge outside they don't do the rim around it because the graham cracker crust just adds that extra little texture that really puts it over in terms of the of the cake. And, and you know, it's one of those things I feel like it's been on the menu. I don't know. As long as I've known anything about this place, it's been on here. And and so I feel like it's one of those like rites of passage. Like if you come here, you kind of have to get it, right? So um, I'm not upset that I have it. Because normally I wouldn't order a drink with cream in it. Unless it's a grasshopper. Because uh, deep inside, I'm a 65-year-old lady. For my appetizer, I ordered the chorizo spiced mushroom croquetas, which come with pickled onions, mixed herbs, chili threads, and garlic cream. There are also peas in there. I discovered when I cut them in half, and I love I love peas. Um, and this is fifteen dollars, and it is plant based. And if you're wondering, it's also safe for anyone with an egg allergy or shellfish or fish allergy, peanut, sesame allergy, and of course milk allergies. And I really enjoyed it. The outside of the of the croqueta wasn't too um, like overly breaded, but it had a nice crunch to it, and the mushroom flavor wasn't overpowering in any type of way. And I thought all the flavors blended really well. Other than that, I really enjoyed the bread, and I know like bread is so simple, but they brought over bread to our table and they brought me some dairy-free butter. The bread was nice and fresh and warm, and like the outside um, was like the crispiness you want bread to be, and the inside was so nice and soft. It was the perfect way to start uh, at least my meal. So I loved my appetizer, and I loved the bread. For my appetizer, I went with the escargot. It was roasted garlic bechamel, crispy prosciutto, and then topped with a little puff pastry for $19. If you've ever been on a Disney Cruise Line, you know, they serve it in that little dish that has the, like, five or six holes around it. Um, very cute. It, it's basically like that, but a porcelain version came on a really pretty wood, like, wooden uh, platter that had the brown derby kind of burned into it. And um, I have to say it was the best escargot I've ever had in my life. Like, if, if you've ever, um, Craig knows, and 
I mean, I think Craig does it way more than I do, but we will go on a cruise line. We'll be like, can we start with like three escargots and go from there? Because um, I just love it. But this version of it was a like, do not miss. I, fo- I thought the um, escargot is snails. I thought the snail was like the right texture. I thought the, the bechamel with the cheese, the crisp, everything just really blended together. And it had this really nice like garlicky flavor to it. Um, I would 100% get this again, no questions asked. And the best part about it is when you eat it with your little fork, you take the roll that comes to the table, and it was good. It was fresh bread. And you take that, and you dip, and you dip. So it's the appetizer that keeps on giving. So get it. And then also Craig and I uh, ordered an entree size because we're little pickies. Entree size, our famous Cobb salad here at the Brown Derby. That is um, $25, or did we add chicken? Just the regular, right? No chicken. I didn't think so. I was like, unless you ate it all while I was in the restroom. But um, that is the uh, spit-roasted turkey, bacon, egg, tomatoes, blue cheese, avocado, and their classic dressing, all for $25. This is another one of those signature items, much like the cocktail that I got, that is just a must-try, I think. I would recommend splitting it. Uh, I mean, you could eat a whole one by yourself. That's fine. But I just, I would say that way you can try more things. I am somebody who really does not like blue cheese. I very, like, seldomly ever try it or anything like that. But there's something about the blue cheese mixed with that classic dressing on here that they really balance each other out. And with the finely chopped, um, the, the finely chopped, like, uh, whatever the lettuce is they're using in there. It just it it has a really nice texture. It comes out really nice, really nice uh, light. Excuse me, nice light, and um, you know I don't know. It's like it's good. It, it's it, it's so good. I, I it's one of those like items where you go to a place and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna get it this time, but you know you'll be sad if you didn't. For my appetizer, I went with one that our server recommended, and that's the oyster breeze soup. Uh, inside of the soup, there was a fried oyster and a champagne foam. Uh, it's $18. They poured it table side. And this literally felt like I was drinking like a bowl of nacho cheese if it wasn't nacho cheese, though, if it was actually brie. So if you've ever had like, you know, a brie melt and yeah, dip your crackers in, it's like take that, but then liquefy it, put it in a bowl. It was so wonderful. And then the fried oyster in there just added that nice extra saltiness to it and uh, had, a, had a little texture difference from just having straight creamy soup. So I really love this. I'm like, $18 for soup, how good can this be? It was worth trying, and I'm so happy I had it. Uh, for the Cobb salad, I will always get this every time I come here, whether it's the lounge or sitting inside. And I I just, I can never review it enough. And it was on point today. The flavors were balanced so well. And it's also finely chopped, which sometimes it can get very watery because of that. But that was not the case today. Uh, It was about as good as I've ever had one of these Cobb salads. And you did not come to this restaurant if you didn't have the Cobb. Just saying that. And you can get an appetizer portion, even though it's not listed. You don't have to get the entree. But you just ask, and they'll take care of you. And the final thing I want to say involves Rhino's escargot. And what really set this apart was the garlic bechamel. Because if you are used to it on a cruise line, Disney cruise line, it's basically just garlic butter that it's sat in. And it's delicious, still goes good with your bread. 
But here, the bechamel act, it just took it to the next level. Uh, it kind of ruins cruise line escargot to an extent. But you know what? That's always like that dish that you'll get that will always welcome you home on Disney Cruise Line. It's nice to have something different here. So, wow. Appetizers, bread, the bread with the with the salt on top, delicious. We are just, we're off to a good start with this meal. We'll see where it goes with the entrees. For my entree, I ordered the shepherd's pie, which is a plant-based item here. But if you wanted to, there is an option to add protein to your meal. So you can just ask your server about that. I think they said something about shrimp and, like, chicken being added. Um, but I opted to not add any protein to mine because this comes with black lentils, truffled uh, mashed potatoes, glazed root vegetables, all for $33. There was a sauce on the side. The sauce is not listed on here. I'm not sure what it was. But it had kind of like a sweeter flavor to it. So it really balanced the savory part of the meal. My only problem is is that this is a thin layer of that truffled mashed potatoes, which I did not taste any truffle, over a huge bed of lentils. And if you don't like lentils, I would avoid this dish at all costs because it's just, it's very lentil heavy. I do like lentils, but I couldn't finish it because it's just a lot. And it's very filling, but this dish is safe for anyone with a gluten allergy, egg allergy, fish allergy, shellfish allergy, milk peanut tree nut sesame and soy allergies and again it's 33 dollars. and like overall it's a good meal but it's not what i expected it to be i did like that there were fresh carrots on the side uh the carrots were nice and sweet again adding a balance to the dish overall right now i think i think it was okay um I feel like if I came back, I would try something different if they had another, like, seasonal item to try. But this was okay. For my entree, I went with the grilled pork, which has described as salsify, rapini, lingonberry reduction, all for $40. So I had to look up what some of these things were. Salsify or salsify or whatever you want to call it. Um, is a root vegetable. I enjoyed that. Um, rapini is a, um, or broc- broccoli rabe, they were calling it. Um, I love broccoli, but I've decided I hate whatever this was because this to me tasted like what the garden center at Walmart smells like. So I didn't care for that super earthy taste, but you know me, I also don't like like cilantro and things like that. Um, the pork. This, this was a pretty big piece of pork, and it was Ten cooked. Ten ounces of pork, I'm being told right now off camera. Ten ounces of pork, and it was cooked to perfection. This was honestly one of the best cooked like pork chops I've ever had. I don't, I don't really order pork chops a lot, but it was, uh, it was the uh, good one that we had during our BR Guest Dining Review, if you want to check that one out. That was so good that now I'm very like open to trying them today. The pork chop was great. The dish as a whole, though, I didn't really like it that much. Um, the lingonberry sort of reduction on this. Um, so I, if you don't know what a lingonberry is, it's the it's the berry they love at Ikea. So it, they have like a lingonberry soda. The meatballs come with the lingonberry sauce. I was thinking, I know it says reduction, but I was thinking it was um, going to be a little more jellied or like similar to like an applesauce because, you know, a lot of people have like pork chops and applesauce and stuff like that. So um, there were also little diced uh, apples on top there, little Granny Smiths. That was a nice touch. But um, the reduction in the lingonberry left it definitely more of like almost like a barbecue sauce um, sort of 
vibe to it, but it changed the flavor of the lingonberry so much that it really kind of lost that the the flavor of it that I like, like that really bright sort of a little bit of a, like a citrus note to it. Um, so ultimately, like I didn't really like the sauce on top. I didn't like the uh, the accompaniment. So I would just say it wasn't for me. I don't really feel like the dish came together very well. But again, I'm going to reiterate, it was one of the best cooked pork chops I have ever had in my entire life. So that says that says something. So that's more of a I think more of a preference than anything else. I did have a bite of uh, Craig's dish too, and that was also cooked incredibly well. So I feel like the food is cooked very well here. Before we got here for this meal, I was convinced I was having one of two things. It was either going to be the grilled pork that Rhino got, or it was going to be the free-range chicken and dumplings. Uh, The chicken and dumplings, I know, was highlighted when they updated the menu in summertime, and now they're just kind of rotating seasonal flavors so we're currently in the fall period and like the chicken and dumplings comes with a pumpkin mascarpone uh gnocchi with it and then also like has an apple cider jus on top of it so that was like calling my name like nothing else and with pork chop uh you know you can't go wrong with pork chop bone in pork chop sign me up but then our server said that the server favorite recommended dish on this menu is the lamb shank, and it is $45, comes with saffron couscous, pickled harissa mix, and uh, trumula. And let's get this right out of the way. There is so much lamb on this shank, and it is fallen right off the bone. It is seasoned so well, and it just is like... It's a symphony of flavors in your mouth while melting and having that fattiness to it. Uh, just a really pleasant way to eat the lamb uh, compared to like over at, uh, at Jungle Skipper Canteen, you know, having the lamb chops there. Like that was that was great. But oh, I love a good lamb shank. And this was one of the better ones I had. Uh, the saffron couscous rhino tried it and said all he could taste was saffron and he ate saffron. I didn't really taste the saffron that much, but I thought it was a nice pairing with it, you know, light, uh, not not over the top, but yeah, just the slightest hint of saffron for me. Uh, what really took this over the top for me was the pickled vegetable mix. Uh, there was olives in there for you olivators out there. I enjoyed those, but I mean, honestly, most of the vegetable mix was kind of like carrot-based, and it worked, but I will say that like the pickled flavor paired with the savoriness of the the lamb shank and then the lightness of the couscous. I think it might have overpowered a little bit when you were having it all together, but at the same time, it also kind of played off like a little bit of a, a break from the more standard flavors you were getting in there. So I would definitely get this again. I would be very interested in how the flavors change in a different season, but for this one, yeah, I'd recommend it. There is one plant-based dessert on the dessert menu, so that is what I got. It is called the Chocolate Rose. It is made with a chocolate cake. It has chocolate sauce and a hazelnut cream. And there was also some, like, raspberry sauce on the side. Um, It was $13, and I did like it. The only issue I really had is that you couldn't really tell that it was shaped like a rose until you really looked at it. 
I guess it's not easy to carve into that chocolate cake, but all the flavors matched really well. That hazelnut cream was delicious, and adding that little like raspberry flavor to this very dense chocolate cake um, was a very good combination. And for $13, it wasn't bad, um, and I thought the presentation of this dessert was absolutely beautiful. So I'm really happy with what I ordered, and overall, I think it's a really great plant-based option here. I went with the Brown Derby Original Grapefruit Cake. It is vanilla sponge cake, grapefruit syrup with a cream cheese icing for $14. And my goodness, was this a giant piece of cake. I uh, couldn't eat the whole thing because we've just been eating nonstop, but it was delicious. Um, It was just one of those cakes that was just like, it it was like perfectly made. And I am not, I'm not even, I don't like grapefruit that much. Like I like, I like the pamplemousse bubbly. Um, I like it in um, like a gin cocktail because I feel like they complement each other a little bit. But in terms of like grapefruit juice or eating a grapefruit, I'm not usually into it. But this cake was very good. Um, It was just very, I don't want to say the word. And you know what it is. It was a well-made cake. And um, it was delicious. And anytime there's cream cheese icing, I am 1,000% on board. So... Uh, I think I would recommend getting this cake and then also either getting one if you haven't already, that grapefruit cake martini, because the two together are just like the absolute perfect perfect pairing, quintessential items to get here at the Brown Derby. Honestly, it's all I thought about getting another one just to go with it, but I didn't. Our server recommended the decadent chocolate cake, but... I've been down this road enough times. Chocolate cake mixed with a raspberry sauce. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to try it. Uh, there was a creme brulee on the menu, but I, I creme brulee, I hate paying for it as a dessert because it just feels like it's, oh, it's a little custard, little crunchy sugar. That's it. And so that's that was it, except for one more item called the brulee champagne sabayon. And this is basically an Italian custard treat that's made with egg yolk. It is made with sugar, and then it is made usually with a sweet wine, or in this case, it's made with champagne. There's also minted strawberries that are served under this, and then a lemon pine nut biscotti on the side, two of them. And this is all for $13. I did not care for this. I ate it all, so it probably gave the appearance that I did like it. But I just kept eating to hopefully figure out what the flavor is. And our server kept saying, like, oh, it's for if you really like the the taste of champagne. And I do really love the taste of champagne. Uh, Maybe it's the champagne mixing with egg that gave it that unique flavor, uh, which I would describe as, like, an off flavor. But it just, it had the weirdest taste. I can't even describe it. It just was not pleasant at all. And... The lemon pine nut biscotti was delicious. The strawberries, I thought, might help balance it all out, but it just made the strawberries taste weird, too. I just did not like it at all. And you could sit here and say, maybe I should have asked for something else, but I was kind of in a pickle, and maybe that's on me. I'm happy I tried it, but you know what? Sometimes sometimes when you have a first judgment on something you end up being right because it got dropped off at the table and we looked at how it was brulee on top and it just it did not look appealing it did, it did not have anything about it that makes me say like i want that and ultimately i ate it and i don't want that ever again i do not recommend it look for something else get that grapefruit cake Mm-mm. 
We have now entered the rating portion of this video. Uh, for ambiance, I'm going to give it a 7 because um, maybe it's because we're sat here in the middle of the restaurant. But when it was at its peak busyness, um, it was very loud. Like almost gave that like cafeteria type of feeling. And you could hear like cups and things clanking each other. And it was just really throwing me off. Um, so that's why I have the ambiance at a 7. The presentation... I'm giving it a 10. Every plate looks beautiful. All the food came out ni nicely. Just All the colors and everything just looked really good on the plates. I think everything came out looking gorgeous. Uh, quality and taste, I'm going to give it a 9 only because I got tired of the lentils. That's it. Like, if there were less lentils, it'd probably be a 10 for me. But I don't know why, but I have this thing where if I have too much of one flavor in, like, one meal, I get tired of it, and I just can't keep eating it. And I think that's what happened to me, hence why I'm giving this a 9. Um, service, I'm giving a 10, because Christina has gone above and beyond really that Disney difference. She's been so great this entire time. Um, immediately noted my allergy and took care of me and took care of this entire table. She was absolutely wonderful cost i'm going to give an eight this is a pretty pricey restaurant but when you look at it from the perspective that this is a signature dining location in the middle of hollywood studios i would say that it's it's pricey but it's kind of worth it for being somewhere that is so highly talked about this was my first time here and I, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. Maybe it's the company. Maybe it's, you know, the food that I had. But it was, it was a good time, which is why I'm not going to knock down the cost that bad. But I'm putting it at an 8 because I feel like some things could be taken down by a $2 or maybe 3 So that leaves me at a 4.4 out of 5 as my final rating. And that makes it look like I had a, a great first time here at the Brown Derby. Here are my numbers. Um, we have ambiance. I put it at a seven. It's quite nice in here right now. Very quiet, very chill. The restaurant is, I don't know, maybe about half full, I would say, around there. Um, so it's, but it's very, like, nice. It feels alive. I can hear people, but it's no, no shouting. Um, but it did get so loud earlier. It felt like everyone was yelling. There was just, like, a couple of really loud tables, and it just started, like, as one table gets loud, another table gets louder, gets louder, gets louder. And because this, uh, the shape of the building, it's kind of like creates sort of this like just like thunderous effect. So um, I do feel like it in terms of like feeling like, oh, we're in like an old Hollywood restaurant. I do feel like it does have that vibe from the couple of places. You know, I've been in Hollywood over the years and. Um, you know, I like the pictures of the celebrities on the wall and in the the dark wood with the like kind of lighter wall. It's got that very California sort of look to it. Um, you know, so I like that. Um, you know, in terms of like it being like a signature restaurant, I you know I, I feel like it's just like it's good. I'm not blown away. That's all. So seven. So seven on the ambiance. The food preparation and presentation. I'll give like a nine. Um, I thought everything that came out was very pretty like my escargot was like i loved the tray it came on i thought the cake coming out looked delicious like my food everyone's food like plated wise and what it looked like looked great um the quality of taste i'm going to give an eight um because i feel like i didn't i don't know that all the flavors in my meal came together but every other thing i had was delicious so i'm just 
knocking it just a little bit because I feel like the entrees were like almost there but not quite there. But um, uh, so that gets an eight. The service is a ten. It's no question. I mean, I, th- we could say a million. Th- there could be a thirty-minute video about how incredible our server Christina is. Like she has literally been one of the best servers that we've ever had um, while we're here. So if you get her, get her as your server. Consider yourself incredibly lucky. Um, and then the cost, I have around like a seven and a half. I feel like it is pricey. And I was trying to think about myself, like where it would sit for me in terms of a thing. And I'd be like, this is somewhere I'd be like, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to have a nice meal and a nice place. So you know that you're, you know, that, that sort of stuff's going to be a little pricier. But I felt like the quality of the food and everything that we ordered was there. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure Craig's going to say it. There, there was no entree that was over 50 so that's like the kind of range you're in which is more expensive than the type of places i'm going but here's the thing i went to a a texas roadhouse for the first time like last week and uh i'd rather come here again than there sorry texas roadhouse but my experience there was not great so um i know that's a weird thing to compare it to but this felt like a really nice meal, like a nice thing. But it, there's no denying that this is an expensive meal. But are you getting what you're paying for? And I would very much say, like, I feel like I got what we paid for. I just lowered a little bit because of that ambiance thing and the culmination of everything else. So it's like a seven and a half for me, which I think works out to about 41.5, which uh, 41.5 out of 50. So that comes down to uh, uh, 4.1 out of 5, which I feel like is like I'm comfortable saying this restaurant's definitely in that range of a 4 out of 5 for me, for sure. I have to start this by clearing something up. Rhino was slandering Texas Roadhouse, but really he meant to say Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. So the fine people at Outback Steakhouse, you didn't impress Rhino, but he would rather go walking on peanut shells at Texas Roadhouse, even though they don't do it anymore. Now, we're not here to hear a review about Texas Roadhouse, so I guess I should talk about the Hollywood Brown Derby. This is that this is such a special restaurant for me. I've had a lot of great meals here with a lot of great company over the years. Uh, There's something about it at lunch that I'm not always as attracted to. I mean, it's a theme park restaurant, so you don't get... You get people dressed for a theme park coming in here, not necessarily dressed up. Whereas, like, if you took this restaurant and transplanted it out of here to one of the hotels or anywhere else on property, like, you would feel like, okay, I need to dress up and really make this a night out, fit that classic Hollywood feel that you have inside. And so it kind of it plays with the ambiance. And because of the, the high ceilings in here, it is kind of loud. But overall, I love looking around at all the caricatures on the wall, you know, trying to spot your favorite celebrities on there. It just, this place reeks of history. And you can't go see the original Brown Derby anymore. You can't get the Cobb salad there because it doesn't exist. It's gone. The best thing you can do is come here or you can go to Universal and look at their, you know, their sad little hat store <laughs> that they have. Um, it doesn't even, like, I think maybe they sell some hats in there again. It's just all over the place. But all that being said, the ambiance for me today was at a seven. Like, I w- maybe there's music playing in here. I don't hear any. I would love, I would love some light piano. I'd love, I'd love Seb from La La Land twinkling the keys in the background right now. You know, sending me away to a different place. Yeah, that's it, Ryan. 
that's it. But seven for me. Uh, food prep and presentation, I thought everything was plated like a work of art. I loved the way they used the color balance, like especially with my lamb shank pairing it with the bright yellow couscous and the the orange in the, the vegetable mix. So I, I think there was really thought put in behind it. So I'm giving that a 10 quality and taste uh my dessert and then actually rhino's pork chop or what knocked this down for me because we were kind of we were taking nibbles off of each other's stuff like we do we don't lady in the trampet anymore we do it in a classy way uh but yeah his pork chop i didn't i don't think the lingonberry worked with it and my dessert was such a mess that it just those that that really brought it down so i think you can make some good choices here today we just didn't and I worry that that might be a, a bigger look at some of the other menu items that we didn't have. So, eight, service, a 10. I don't need to say anything more about that. Rhino and Erica covered it well. And for cost, I'm giving this an eight. And I, you know, I, I struggle with this one because the quality of the food is excellent. I think it could be more overpriced in terms of a signature restaurant. Uh, you can still have an acceptable meal here. Like, on an average day, you know, I, I would maybe either come and do just a, a salad for an appetizer and an entree and skip dessert or skip the salad. Yeah, I never skip the salad. That would be my entree and then do a dessert. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily always need to come here and do a three-course meal and you know not make it over the top. But ultimately, there was a quality, even if they didn't always hit the, the flavors right. It's signature. Yeah, I'm okay with it at an 8. And that puts me at a 43 out of 50 or a 4.3 out of 5 overall. And like I said, I love this restaurant. I just wish maybe it wasn't here. But it, it does fit here. It fits in this park. But um, I, I I like that it exists in the same way that like I love that Carthay Circle is in California Adventure. And I love uh, the Palm Steakhouse over in Hard Rock Hotel. Like I like these Hollywood style restaurants that make me feel like I'm in a complete different place from where I am. And yeah, I will always return here. I truly love it. But that's going to do it for this Disney dining review. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, that would be excellent. And if you want to support us more and book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel, get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. That's it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. Again, we truly hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next time we're out having another Disney Dining Review. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Yummy, yummy.